Hey there, this is your girl Shawanda, and you're listening to Refreshing the Soul Podcast, a show where we bring our experiences and God's truth to refresh the heavy and hard places in your soul. From anxiety to unforgiveness, we'll learn how to come to an honest place in our souls and uproot those hidden lies so that you can discover the unique expression God created you to be in this world. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Refreshing the Soul. I'm your host, Shawanda Williams, and if this is your first time listening to my podcast, I want to tell you thank you. Thank you for taking a minute to listen, whether you're curious or whether you just need some refreshing. Maybe you saw that this series is about being ashamed and you know you deal with shame or you know that you hide and you know that you know there's there's a feeling of unworthiness or things that you just want to really overcome and you're tired of living in a place of i'm not enough or what or fear of what people will think about you fear of speaking up fear of showing up i want to tell you 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 got onto the right episode. You know, we're this is the very last episode in this series of refreshing the ashamed soul. And if you missed any of the prior ones, I'm going to recap them for you, but I do recommend that you go back and listen to it yourself. You know, the first episode in refreshing the ashamed soul, I had Rachel Barbo on, beautiful soul. We talked about affirming yourself, affirming yourself. And she was just saying, you know, you got to look at yourself as a wonder. You have to see yourself as a miracle, whether you're a queen or king. I love that she identifies, you know, men and women by king and queens. And sometimes with shame, we look at what we're not. We look at what all that needs to be done, what's wrong with us. But she says, I have to tell myself I'm a queen under construction. I'm a king under construction. And I just want to tell you that, yes, there are things that may need to be improved, refined, disciplined in you. It doesn't change you for being a queen. doesn't change you for being a king. And then saying you're under construction is giving you permission to be wrong, to not have everything right. Give yourself permission. Give yourself a break and allow yourself to be where you're at, knowing that I'm developing here. But as I'm developing, it doesn't change my royal status, right? It doesn't change me from being worthy of love. It doesn't change me from being worthy of the connection that God created us to have. I think we got to get that down in our soul. I know for me with shame, I've always attached the things that I did wrong or right to my identity. And let me tell you, as humans, you know, we're going to do a lot of things wrong. And honestly, before we even are renewed and we have this relationship with Christ, before we start allowing God to make our hearts over, we've done a lot wrong. There's probably been a lot of things that you have gone through in your life. And if that's all you have seen yourself by and through the lens of is just what has not been right, what you have done wrong, what you don't measure up to, then you're going to you're going to carry shame. You're going to carry shame and you're going to believe that some part of your performance 
has to do with who you are and really affirming yourself in that episode is saying, you got to see yourself as this, regardless of what happens to you, you have to see yourself as I am fearfully and wonderfully made, but I'm believing what this word says about me. I'm believing what God says about me, despite what may not be right in my life, despite who may not be in my life, despite what things that needs to be renewed in my mind. You know, there are some things I think we do know that we don't really like about ourselves, but we still have to affirm ourselves. Don't wait for someone else to encourage you. You can do it yourself. So I just, I recommend, listen to the episode. There was a lot of other great key things that she said in there. And I think it'll be a blessing to your soul. The next episode we listened to, we talked on, it's called Let Yourself Be Seen. Let Yourself Be Seen. And really that's just about, you know, with shame, we tend to hide. Anyone who's carrying shame or feel ashamed, you feel like you're not worthy to be seen. You're scared to show yourself, to show your imperfections, to be honest about your feelings in fear you of being corrected, in fear of being ridiculed, in fear of being seen in a light or in a way that is not right. You don't want to be seen in a bad light. So shame will kind of keep us hidden. It'll keep our voice hidden. You know, we won't speak up as much. And really in that episode, I just talked to you about we can be so good at guarding our true selves, but there are people that God has assigned to you to support you. And we have to allow ourselves to be seen even to them. Like I literally had to practice like intentionally saying the truth of something about myself to a close friend of mine, because I'm like, I can't, I don't want to live in a place where I'm not true to the, even the people around me, you know? And sometimes, sometimes it's the people who's closest to us that we may find it the most difficult to be true to, you know, because they kind of have an intimate place in our heart and what they say, their words matter. It means, it means something. And I'll tell you, you know, we have to let ourselves be seen by, you know, Jesus, our Lord. We have to be honest with him. Yes, he sees you. Yes, he knows the things you deal with. Yes, he knows your soul. But it's a difference between having information and having intimacy, the access to that information. And a lot of times we just think, oh, okay, well, God, you see me. And if you care, you'll do this. And no, you have to open yourself up to him. You have to open yourself up to God. And God wants to exchange something safe with you. He wants to exchange love with you, kindness with you. He wants to exchange wisdom with you. So we have to get to a place where we are courageous enough to be even seen by others, even in a light where that is not perfect. I believe it starts with doing it with God. And then I believe God will begin to give us the courage and the strength and the grace to be seen by those who he has called us to. You know, you can't be vulnerable with everyone, but I don't believe you should be fake with anybody. So you can't be vulnerable with everyone, but you shouldn't be fake with anybody. So if you find yourself 
going to a place of where you just don't want to, you don't want to be the real you in front of people, you have to check that place. You have to get into why am I doing this? And let me give that true place, that place of, even if it is like, God, I don't feel secure in saying this and being who I am, take that to him. Let yourself be seen by God, even in that light. And God will help you with it. So check out that episode. That's Refreshing the Shame Soul. Let yourself be seen. And then last week's episode, we talked about being kind to yourself, being kind to yourself. And, you know, there's a lot of things that we say to ourselves. And like Rachel Barbo said, she's like, you know, even in our minds, we'll say things to ourselves that we would never say out loud to others, but we say it to ourselves. We'll say that we're stupid. We're never going to make it. We'll always be here. See, I did it again. I'm no good. Like we will think bad thoughts to ourselves. And I know for me, I struggled with if I felt like I said something that wasn't received right or I was misunderstood or maybe there's something I did say wrong or do wrong and it was by mistake or it was an error. I would beat myself up all day over. I would just, it would just sit on my heart and it would be heavy and it would be weighty. And really it was shame. I remember crying out to God one day and and I was like, God, why am I dealing with this? Why can I get not get rid of this negative self-talk? Like I'm I'm tired of beating myself up. And that's when he revealed to me that I was carrying shame. I was carrying shame. And I tell you, shame comes from a place. It comes from a lie. It comes from a lie. It comes from a lie somewhere where we were told that we had to be something for others or we had to do something to be loved or somewhere we were, our mindset was changed or grown or groomed in a way where we weren't worthy of love or worthy of connection. And so when we do things or feel like we say things that is threatening that connection with people or that could threaten that connection, we'll beat ourselves up. And that's exactly what I did. And I had to learn how to be kind to myself. If I can encourage someone else and be kind to them, even in their mistakes, even in their faults, why can I not do that to myself? Why can you not be kind to yourself? So just having to learn how to, you know, even with the mistakes and or errors, not seeing myself through that light, but learning how to say, okay, I did this, but you know what? I'll improve in this area. But also being able to say, I'm growing here and I'm still a queen. I'm still loved. I'm still cared for. I'm still fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm still courageous. I'm still speaking up. I'm still showing up. It's being able to still affirm myself in those in those moments of where again it comes back to that shame, that fear of disconnection, that fear of that I'm doing or saying something that's not going to be received or doing or saying something where people just won't like me anymore. But When you get to those moments of where, because I do believe there are, one, there are things that we do need to improve on, but then there are things where we're just too hard on ourselves and we got to nip those thoughts in the bud and say, you know what? No, I'm not thinking like this. I'm going to choose to love myself, be kind to myself in this moment. And if what I said or did wasn't received, oh, well, I know my heart. (laughs) You got to know your heart and be good with you knowing. We don't need people to know. 
And I think that's what we want. You know, we want people to love us. We want people to like us. We want to feel belonged by others. And there's nothing wrong with that. It only becomes an issue when you are not kind to yourself because of it. So that episode is be kind to yourself, be kind to yourself. In this episode, I want to talk about loving yourself, love yourself. You know, there was a time where I was ashamed of being me. Like, I just didn't even want to be me. Everything about me, just my personality, who I was, how I showed up in this world for a while, I just was like, ugh. Like, I just didn't, I didn't like me. And again, that's shame. And it came from a lie. It came from a place. And I I remember when I was younger, growing up, one of the things that I would get picked on for was my voice. People would say, oh, you sound like a white girl. (laughs) And if you're listening and you haven't seen the cover of my podcast, I am an African-American. I'm brown skinned girl. I'm a black girl, whatever, however you want to call it. And so it made me feel like I didn't sound like what I looked like. And that's when these identity issues came up where I'm like, I want to sound like someone else. I want to be like someone else. Like I, was ne- I wasn't the one in the in crowd. And, you know, back then you had cliques and clubs and groups and whatnot. And I wanted to be, again, connected. I wanted to feel belonged. I wanted to feel like who I was was accepted. And when you don't have that and when lies is brought in, you begin to see yourself through those lens. You begin to see yourself in a way of how people see you and how they view you. And one thing I'm learning about shame is that not only is it a lie, but it keeps you even further disconnected from people because you not being your true self People gravitate and they are are more attracted to the authentic you, but you got to love the authentic you. You have to love even where you're at today. Maybe there's some things you don't like and that you want to see improved again. You know, I feel that because I, there are times in my life I realize my dog, you know, I wish I did not do that, but I know I need to work on it. That should not change me from loving myself, the core of me, the essence of me. I am still a soul. There are things, it doesn't have to be things that I perform or do well that I have to love, but am I going to love Shawanda? Do I love Shawanda and who she is? And so today I really want to refresh your souls in a place of accepting who you are and loving yourself. And when we think about love, when we say love, you know, what is love? What is love? And I have to go to the word. What does it mean to love myself? What does that look like? What does the word say that love is? And in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4, it says, love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud. So right just there, love is patient and kind. Loving yourself means being patient with yourself, being kind to yourself. When you find yourself in moments, again, because a lot of things, it's just moments and times that we go through, where we go through things. And because we don't check those things, because in those moments we are harsh, 
we are irritated with ourselves. We get snap snippy with ourselves. We, oh gosh, why can't I change? Why can't I just go ahead and be like this guy? Why'd you make? No, like taking those moments, whatever is going on, whatever happened, taking those moments and saying, you know what? I'm going to be patient with myself here. I'm going to be kind to myself. I'm going to encourage myself the way that I would encourage someone else. I'm going to give myself grace. That is love. That is what the word said love is. Being patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. Do you find yourself being jealous because of what someone else has, what someone else looks like? You're not loving your own self. You're not being kind to your own self. And I keep coming back to looking at myself through the eyes of God. So God seeing the way that I'm treating his creation, we are his creation. He created us this way. So for us to be jealous of how another woman looks or what someone else has is to not love your own self, to not be okay with who you are. And so right here, his word says, listen, that's not love. Love is not jealous. It's not boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wrong. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Verse seven, love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. It's not irritable. Do you find yourself getting irritated with yourself? Do you find yourself keeping record of every time you get something wrong? And this says it doesn't keep record of being wrong. And that can be being wrong by others or being wrong by you. Betraying your own self. Sometimes we will betray our own self when we know in moments we are not authentic. We are not being true to ourselves. We are not being true when we're talking to others because we want to please others and you're betraying yourself. You know that you don't want to do this thing, but you say yes anyway. You just wronged yourself and that's not loving yourself. That's saying how you feel and what you want matters more than me. And we have to be true to ourselves. I know that we want to please people and have a sense of worthiness sometimes through people. We want people to see us. We want them to see that we are good enough to maybe you listen to be a friend. You don't want to lose a friend. And sometimes I think that we will do things to keep from being lonely. But if that person is not okay with you saying, no, I'm not going to be there, then That person is not worthy of a relationship with you. That person really doesn't love you. And you have to love you to be able to say, you know what? To be able to be honest and true to yourself and say, no, I'm not going to be able to make this. You have to be able to love you to know what you need in moments. Sometimes you do need rest and that rest can be physical rest. And if you need that, don't wrong yourself by lying by not being true. And I know for some people, this is easy. You're like, nah, it doesn't take nothing for me to tell someone no. And no is a whole sentence. I know there are 
plenty of people out there who are like that. But I, I wasn't like that. And honestly, I'm still learning. It's a daily thing. And I know there are other people out there like me who are saying, you know, they're, you're afraid to say no. You're a people pleaser. But when you when you do that, you know you're you're wronging yourself. You're not loving yourself. And here, that God is saying, you know, that's not love. And it says it doesn't keep record of it. It doesn't keep record of it, even if it's towards other people and they have they have wronged us. Love doesn't hold on to the wrongs that people have done to us. And that is something that I can easily read right here. But I know that it's something that you have to literally make up in your mind and practice and choose to let go every single time. Yes, if someone wrongs us, especially in the same place that they did before, you really have to say, <laughs> I had to choose to listen to this word and say, and have and let love reside in my heart. Because how many times have I? done something wrong in the eyes of God. And God is still, he has still loved me. He is still forgiving me. He is still giving me grace. Doesn't mean there aren't consequences with those things, but God is love. That's who he is. And his love, if we have him residing on the inside of us, we can tap into that same love. Verse seven, it says, love never gives up and it never loses faith. It's always hopeful. And one of the things that I would say I struggle with the most was ever feeling like I would be different, ever feeling like I could get to a place of where I was, my mind was renewed in certain places that I had been dealing with for most of my life. And a part of me wanted to get to that place so I could love myself better. Like I wanted to just love the newer version of me, but I realized love It's not enough to just love who I want to be, but love is saying, even where I'm at, I'm not going to give up and I'm hopeful on where I'm going. I'm hopeful on who I'm going to be, but I'm going to, I'm loving myself through this. I'm loving myself through this. One of Brene Brown's quotes was, knowledge is important. But being kind to yourself is you need that in while you're discovering yourself. And I'm actually, I'm not gonna butcher that quote. I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna actually read exactly what she said because I love that quote from her book and you know, when she where she talks about imperfections. The quote says, knowledge is important, but only if we're being kind and gentle with ourselves as we work to discover who we are. You know, again, there are things that we know that we need to do. There are things we have understanding of, of ourselves, but in the process, are you going to be kind to yourself? Are you going to love yourself? Are you going to love yourself through it? You know, that agape love, the unconditional love where I'm not trying to get to a place so I can love myself better or so that I can love better. No, while I'm on this journey, while I'm here, let me learn to love here. Let me love who I am here because I'm I'm not going to give up on myself. I know that I won't always deal with this. I know that God would heal. I know what God would heal me. I know that he is walking with me. So while I 
am on this journey, why I'm living this life, let's make a vow to ourselves that we won't give up on ourselves, that we will love ourselves in the place that we're in now, that we won't give up hope, and that there are so many other great things and good things that we do have going for us. Sometimes we magnify the things that are just so, I don't want to say minute. It may mean something to you, but we magnify just the very small things that have to be worked on. But when you compare it and you put it up against who you really are, it is small. It is, there are things that's just not that serious. And shame makes it so, it makes it so much bigger. Actually, sometimes it makes our imperfections that are actually probably the things that keeps us unique, that shows us more of how God created us and what he can do through us. It makes our imperfection, makes those things look look bad. And we want to hide them. Rachel Barbeau said, she said, you know what, Shwanda? It's actually my imperfections that drew people, not my perfections. So can we get to a place where we can love ourselves by seeing and viewing ourselves differently? Maybe we need to take a step back and zoom out and take a good look at ourselves and our imperfections and the things that we have been hating or not liking and find a different perspective and ask God, God, give us a different perspective of ourselves. Show us how you see us because we want to love ourselves. And right now, I just pray that for you, God, if there's anyone who's listening right now, the soul who has been beating themselves up, who has been saying, I just wish I was different. Father, I speak to their heart right now that they will see themselves the way that you see them. Give them your lens, give them your eyes, help them to love themselves the way that you love them. Help them to embrace who they are, to embrace even their imperfections, that not everything that they they have to get rid of, but there are some things that make them unique, that make them different. And it's those things they need to be honest with that they need to let others see. And Father, give them the the courage to do it. The places where someone has lied and changed their mindset of who they are, Father, we, we ask you to break that place, reveal that place to them. And I pray that truth is there because where truth is, there is freedom. And I speak freedom right now to the one who is bound by not liking or loving themselves, the one that is bound by seeing themselves through what other people think and say. And Father, I just I just speak that you release them, God. Release them now, Father. Give them the right people, the support, those who are gonna be in their corner. Send them those people who can actually speak into their life and speak into who they really are and how they see them. That's going to say how God sees them, God. I thank you, God, that you love us so much, that you chase after us. You want us to see how you see us. 
Thank you for loving us with a love that is patient, that is kind. You're not rude. You're not irritable with us. You are long-suffering. You never give up on us. You never fail us. Help us to love our own selves that way because that's your law. That's what you want us to do. You said hang our lives on those two commandments, to love you and to love others the way we love ourselves. In Jesus' name. Okay, you guys, at the end of every podcast, I want to just leave out with a few confessions. And I'm just going to do just a few from that 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 through 7. And just take this moment to repeat after me and just believe every word in your soul. Believe it in your soul. Don't just say it, but speak it with your soul. Speak it with your heart. Okay. I will be patient and kind to myself. I will not be jealous. I will not be rude. I will not be boastful or proud. I will not demand my own way, but will be open and tenderhearted to God's way. I will not keep record of being wronged by others or myself. I will never give up on myself. I will never lose faith, but I will always be hopeful. I will endure through every circumstance. I will love myself the way that God loves me. Amen, amen, and amen. All right, everyone, that wraps up this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get refreshing to those souls who need it. Also, don't forget to head over to Amazon where you can purchase that 30-day devotional Rest for the Soul by yours truly. Um, You want to get it in your hand. And just remember, soul care is self-care. Until next time, bye-bye.